And we are here. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of V-Chain Thursday. Big shout-out to Vet Mike for putting this together. Big shout-out to V-Chain Official for putting this together. I'm your host, Virtual Flame. You can find me on Twitter at the Virtual Flame. I host Monday Twitter Spaces, uh, completely revolving around V-Chain, VNFTs, and DeFi on V-Chain. So if you want to catch up with me on Twitter, you can find me at the Virtual Flame. Today we have a very special guest, uh, V-Chain Stats. Welcome to the, the board. Uh, please introduce yourselves and tell us what your role is over there at VeChain Stats. Hey, Paul. Uh, I have a quick head start, uh, please. <laughs> and uh, then I'm going to talk a little bit. Hi, everyone. My name is uh, Paul. Uh, through Mike and Virtual Flame to uh, invite us for the stores day. Very glad to be here. Um, I've been uh, a member of the VFAM since about uh, around uh, 2017. Four months ago, I joined uh, VGN Stats as a CTO and managing partner. The goal to help uh, Fabian in pushing out uh, Stats 2.0. I've known Fabian for a couple of years now already, uh, which already started with me being an active user of uh, VGN Stats uh, in 2017, 2018, which later evolved into us uh, working together on some projects. And uh, yeah, so that's how I ended up as the CTO at uh, VGN Stats. Okay, incredible. Um, yeah, I'm Fabian. I think uh, most people more, more or less know me. I'm the CTO and uh, lead developer of Feature Stats it means uh, I'm building everything uh, from a code perspective, front and back end, uh, database design. I have 16 years experience in high traffic uh, web and, uh, applications, data analytics, and yeah, web security. And yeah, just for the rest, I'm a technology lover. Um, I like IoT development, 3D printing, parametric uh, cut designs, uh, name something like this. So yeah, that's me. And uh, yeah, I think everybody knows uh, us a little bit, or at least knows speech instead. So I think we can uh, a little bit shortcut here. And a big thanks uh, for having us here today. No problem, guys. If you want to go ahead, and this is to the listeners now, if you want to go ahead and enter in some questions throughout this uh, interview, uh, you'll be able to get your questions pinned if they are quote unquote fire enough, and you'll be entered into a giveaway. The VChain Stats team has agreed to give five lucky questionnaire askers uh, 500 VChain apiece. So you don't want to miss out on that. Make sure you're paying attention and make sure you cook up some good questions for the team. I'm going to go ahead and jump right in. Uh, how was VChain Stats created? And for those who don't know, what is your primary mission or goal? Oh, that's a good question. So uh, basically, it started in the early days of WeChain uh, that I was building some kind like an analytic uh, solution for tracking uh, X nodes. So um, in the very early days uh, when WeChain mainnet wasn't live, uh, basically we tracked uh, Ethereum wallets, Ethereum wallets, uh, holdings to s certain snapshots. And this was all prior VeChain uh, node tokens uh, were tokenized uh, as NFTs. So that was the very early days uh, where WeFam yeah, started forming out. And uh, tracking uh, wallet balances, uh, following the snapshots. And yeah, it was some kind of like a nifty solution to to track um, the region node status. And that's basically how everything started. Um, 
Later, uh, I started providing some APIs for different projects, uh, CoinGecko, um, name something. Um, yeah, and then slowly things started forming out more and more. So we had this kind of like Vichens that's uh, version one uh, out uh, the early days. And at a certain point, we added account balances. Uh, there was a great learning curve uh, around blockchain. Uh, data analytics so yeah that's basically how everything started and personally i would say my goal changed from building a block explorer ultimately to creating an experience for wefam so this is something beautiful where paul also fully agree on um, that we can set new standards in the blockchain space and actually showcase how things should really work and make block and or create a block explorer that is far more uh, intuitive. Yeah, so I would personally say, please uh, don't call me out on this, anyone. Uh, most block explorers are a little bit like Windows ninety five uh, in the early two thousands. And yeah, so my big motivation is to make blockchain more touchable, more understandable, and. Eventually, my own mother could use Vichens stats uh, one day and fully understands what's happening. Um, meanwhile, developers or more advanced people can deep dive into the data and have an incredible experience. And yeah, so far, I'm feeling very blessed. It was an incredible journey uh, alongside. Um, I really met people that touched my heart in WeFem. Uh, I met very truly inspiring people, uh, including Sunny. Um, yeah, so this is like how everything started uh, forming out and how we set the current goal to build an experience instead of just making a block explorer. And I think most people will likely need some time to, to experience this and to understand this uh, point. All right, and let me ask you, what was the driving motivation for creating this platform in the first place? I mean, uh, you mentioned a couple of reasons right there. Is there anything else you want to wrap up with there? Um, I would say um, <laughs> there's a nice post in my uh, apartment. Uh, it's called, the lettering is like, make it valuable, then easy, then fast, then pretty. And basically, this really matches also for regions that's 2.0 we are really pushing hard on it uh, to make it valuable easy fast and more pretty obviously so um for me uh, i had some some setbacks uh, around uh, yeah last year the year prior and it was a hard hard way to come so far and i'm i'm feeling very blessed uh, to have had support from the community from certain people inside the community. I feel very blessed that I uh, have Paul uh, alongside with me, working together with me in person. And I'm super blessed that we got a lot of support from uh, yeah, many people. So I'm, I'm very thankful to be here today and I'm very thankful uh, that we are able to work on Beach Stats. And Paul, do you want to jump in there and uh, comment on you know, what your driving motivation is for uh, contributing to this platform? driving motivation will be, I guess, that uh, all around the space we're asking pretty much for mainstream adoption and like 
and declared earlier that like his mother was able to use feature instance with the tools that he had at hand that wasn't quite possible because it's not understandable for people. Uh, awesome. It's mainly a drive for me to get it done for the community. Awesome, and yeah, I found that in VeChain, you know, every e almost everything you look at is community driven. I want to ask a little bit about the Block Explorer. It's your most recent addition. Can you explain the new addition and how users can benefit and or interact with this? Of course. Uh, in my personal opinion, the biggest advantage of our Block Explorer is that we uh, are now offering like toolkits for unraveling the VeChain blockchain, and it's all under one roof. So no you want to check your account balances, you want to check your NFTs, you want to check your FIFO uh, API. Everything uh, can be done with VChain stats. And that's the one never had the Block Explorer. So that was one of the things that people needed to jump back and forth to, between Explore VChain uh, uh, to get more insights in what actually happens within the transaction. And now that we've created our own Block Explorer, people can use use featuring stats for everything. Next to that, the Block Explorer we offer also has quite comprehensive transaction decoding. And that's quite unseen on the VeChain Tor blockchain uh, up until now. And it's more helpful to the high-level users. I don't know if anyone, if, if all of you jumped in there yet. But like for pretty much every transaction you've made in the past, you're now able to exactly find out what happened in the transaction. Did you mint an NFT? Did you just make a basic transfer? Did you interact with a contract? What kind of calls did you make? And especially this was something that I walked into quite a lot, is that you see funds moving out, you see funds moving around. Later you forgot what, what, what you even did at the moment. That's something that's now much easier with VGN uh, stats. I would also kick in on this question. Um, from my pers uh, perspective, besides creating this experience for our users, and we will keep evolving this uh, experience, one of the biggest benefits is um, Stats 2 is fully rewritten from the very first byte, like line by line, every single uh, piece of code is rewritten to be agile, that we can expand to new projects, to new features, to implement new ideas and concepts or that we can build in new functionalities in a, in a very efficient and frequent way. So it's not just that we like delivered right now, which is that's 2.0 and we say, hey, this is here. Maybe I just fall off the stage or I don't see him in there anymore. It looks like we he got rightfully rugged. It, it seems we'll we'll give him just one second to kind we of lost back up. Oh. All right, <laughs> guys, we'll call this. There we go. It looks like we got him back. Yes, I'm back. I'm not sure what happened here. <laughs> okay. Uh, what was the last point you guys uh, heard from me? <laughs> I have no idea where I'm gone. I think we were right at where you were mentioning you basically rewrote every single line of code for VChain Stats 2.0, and you're kind of explaining the benefits that that has. Oh, perfect. And everything is uh, set and we 
can just move on, I think. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry for the dropout. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. And, you know, one thing I want to do for some of the audience members who may be less technically inclined, um, you know, th- I'm going off the script a little bit here. So if you want to pass on this question, feel free. But I was curious how maybe a VeChain NFT enthusiast could utilize VeChain stats. Of course, that's something that we're still working on this week a lot. People might have noticed on VeChain Stats 2.0 already is that we now offer uh, the NFT overview page. We explore the complete collection of the different NFT projects uh, VeChain has to offer. I think that tomorrow or the day after we will be enabling the individual entry. That way people can really see their NFTs which they own and something extra that we offer beyond existing projects that we have like the entire trace of the NFT. See what date you bought the NFT, from which marketplace, uh, and every other transfer that's ever occurred for that NFT. That actually seems really convenient. I'm pretty, I'd, I'd be pretty interested to see, you know, if I'm buying an NFT on the aftermarket, how many owners that NFT has had. Is that something I can view through the Explorer then? Already live at this moment, actually. It's just uh, the navigation to an individual NFT is quite difficult because right now we only have like a page with 10,000 NFTs. But if you want to look and play around with it, you can just basically press any NFT and you see the complete history of where which wallet means it two years ago, uh, which which dates where was the NFT transferred, was it sold on a market, also somehow uh, visible. All right, thank you for answering my NFT questions. We'll get back to the program here. Uh, there are many analytics on your all site. I mean, stuff that you could browse for absolute hours. What are some of the most useful things your team finds on VeChain stats right now? Especially for someone, you know, let's let's talk in, in the in the sense of like the average VeChain user who may be collecting NFTs here and there, maybe exploring DeFi a little bit. What's some of the most useful stuff that someone could utilize on your all's platform? Sure. Uh, over the years I like it because it really gives a valuable insight in the growth of the use of the VeChain Tor blockchain which we all want of course users we like I said uh, a few minutes back we have collectors NFT overview we have the transfer histories of the NFTs and uh, when they browse an account they can view their individual NFT uh, collection we also have the rich list, which is also quite fun to do, uh, where you can browse like biggest NFT owners of individual projects or overall on the Vision Tor blockchain. From uh, for the developers, uh, they would say probably that they explore and transaction decoding, which we offer. 
since it's a lot more extensive as a feature or feature explorer, which uh, they were uh, using up until now. Traders, we have the Dex trade pages. A biggest feature in that is that we also enable the historic Dex rates of every individual account. I don't know if you know, there must be people that had this issue before. I had it a bunch of times in which I like I make a trade on Fexchange or VRocket, and then two weeks later you are even you, you don't even know anymore if your trade is in profit or what exactly happened. And now with the historic Dex trades, you can uh, track historic moves and trades uh, on the Dexes. The Dex page, uh, Dex trade page, uh, offers insights in the trades on individual Dexes, which account, which uh, Dex has the most uh, transaction volume. So for the trader, that's probably like the most important feature. And then for the casual users, uh, uh, we started building feature stats. Like the individual account page most, in which they can uh, inspect their holdings. Chance you will have a count on. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> okay. All right. And now I've got kind of a selfish, selfish question here, but I'm going to go ahead and ask it anyways. Um, what are your thoughts on the past six months of VeChain, and what trends do you observe that have a positive impact on the community? What are you most bullish about that you've seen in the past six months as far as growth? Oh gosh, um, this is almost a pitfall question uh, to avoid price talk here. Um, may I shed some uh, light? Uh, like from my personal perspective, it's not investment uh, advice, or do I need any other disclaimers? But I, I would like to break it down. I think because uh, yeah, we need to. I, I would love to share my perspective before I go a bit in in the tech perspective uh, or in the tech talk. Uh, is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Go on. Okay, so first things first, uh, it sucks that markets crashed and prices fall. Um, so from from a yeah perspective of where is cryptocurrency as crypto, not blockchain as blockchain, um, I would say, uh, yeah, crypto prices are highly correlated uh, still to tech, uh, tech stocks and uh, global markets. Um, one of my best friend, friends uh, wrote me a message today, nobody could predict a war, and he's quite right with that. So, um, yeah, who is here now will be here in the next run, in the next years. Uh, it's, it's, I, I see the current sentiment in the current market like a survival training. So, yeah, of course, people are emotional. And the interesting part here, just I want to give my opinion here. So the tech is not going away. Um, from for my feeling, uh, I, I have been in crypto quite a, a long time. Long while I have a bigger track record, I met uh, something. Yeah, some of the most inspiring crypto people uh, you can meet in uh, yeah San Francisco. So it's a short beer market from from my perspective. Um, when you when you recently saw the Super Bowl ads, um, there is a lot of traction uh, in the crypto space in the blockchain market uh, in the crypto market. Sorry. Uh, of course, there's a, a tremendous development on the blockchain side. So for most people, it's not really grasp of what is going on behind the curtains. So I, I want to unravel this uh, perspective a little bit. So we had this kind of like uh, a downtrend through uh, yeah 
the economy uh, from a macro perspective. But from a technology perspective, it's getting really juicy. So uh, talking about WeChain in specific, we have NFTs becoming a thing on WeChain too. So that's really great to see. We have many new talented developers building on WeChain. I, I feel blessed that I, I talked with a few of them. Uh, we have highly skilled people inside the community uh, supporting each other, building together. Um, the art community uh, is uh, also building up. Um, I'm quite happy that we see a new DEX alongside VEXchange, not from a competition perspective, but more from the perspective that there is more like like a head start in, in, in DeFi uh, evolving slowly. So I think it's, if you would say like from, from the market perspective, we are in a beer market, if, if someone feels like, oh, I agree on that, then I would say if you are a developer, now is the time to to kick in, to build, to start building. Um, meanwhile, people that got hurt and maybe uh, did not uh, witness this uh, uh, last crashes in crypto are, are quite new to investing into crypto currencies. They have like tremendous expectations, but they expect like every week, every day, uh, when Legion sits too, when, uh, when this, when that, when, 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 when. Um, development takes time. Um, I, I, I love personally the, the symbol of a space rocket. Uh, like the most thrust or energy you need to get something done, like to get it up. Once things are on the way, it's like you need mission control to, to steer the rocket or the satellite or whatever gun up in space. And from there, you expand, you, you go further uh, or you go far more ahead. So uh, speaking of VeChain, we have VUSD, what's a missing piece, uh, has been a missing piece. People who are currently like calling out for we need more clauses, we need more V4Burn, we need more transactions, we need this or we need that. I would say, sorry to be very direct, I personally wouldn't agree on that. There is no single indicator needed uh, for a blockchain to succeed. What I mean by that uh, is you will not have a gradual increase in any of these indicators like clauses, V4 or transactions, because there is no linear trend. Like either way, you get an application or DApp or a solution built on top of the of all this technology layers, like let's say stable coins, infrastructure platforms, DApps, and once one big party makes a move, it's it's like uh, a whole different game. So you will not have this kind of like linear increase. So we are in a market uh, currently where many things are happening where I have uh, a lot of trust in the technology. I can't predict global markets. I can't predict prices. So from my perspective, I feel like uh, the last six months, or let's say the last year is, is a time of building. Right now is a time of building. And I hope everybody building on WeChain uh, or any other blockchain is agreeing to this because as a builder and as a developer, it doesn't matter for you where the price is. What matters for you is what you can achieve and where you are heading to and what is your, like, how you want to, to go there. And you have quite a very different perspective on, you know, like what is good and what is bad. So the average investor might say, oh, this, this, this is all missing because for them, it's the only indication they have. 
from my perspective, seeing the technology stack getting better and better by the day, more and more developers being around, like, uh, for example, that we have now WeRockets that was prior, I think prior named uh, ZoomerSwap. And these are all nice developments. Uh, a lot of things are going on on the NFT side. So I would say uh, this is like quite a good time uh, to to look forward to what's coming next and especially to just let a little bit of market be market and have a better outlook for, yeah, what could be achieved. Before we move on to the next question, you did mention um, quite a few developers that you're a big fan of and people that you've met recently. Is there any shout outs you guys want to do uh, to anybody in the VeChain ecosystem, anybody that you really enjoy working with or that you see a lot of promise in? How many hours do we have? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't want to, to go that, uh, that way and say like, uh, this person is uh, incredible. I would say very general. We have super incredible people in in the space. We have incredible developers. Uh, we have incredible people around us. So I, I want to really keep it general. Otherwise, I might forget someone and said <laughs> there's bad blood. No, I'm joking. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I will keep it quite general. Thank you. Thank you, FK. Thank you. All right. Um, oh, look at this. We are at my favorite part of any interview. Guys, when you tune in, I think you're tuning in for the main event, the juicy news segment, and we have arrived. VChain Stats 2.0. We have 67 dedicated listeners here supporting the project, and I would like you to take this time to give us some juicy news, something that maybe hasn't been announced yet publicly, something that might be in the works. Uh, even if you want to, you know, collapse an NDA and tell us some top secret stuff, whatever it is, come on, give us some juicy news for today. You want to hear top secrets uh, from VCS? Yes, we want we want a top secret juicy news and something that we can kind of be bullish on for the rest of the day. The week. Oh, the okay. Yeah, I think it's a bit of a difficult uh, question to answer uh, for us still, since we're still uh, very hard on some uh, VCS features that we uh, feel like they are missing from the platform right now. Want to extend on those? I don't want to leave the audience uh, completely empty-handed. VCS, I think the most important juice is that they're planning to launch a governance token. And I had a tweet about that a few days ago, I believe, so it's not completely new, but I can share some details about uh, what we're planning to do. However, uh, extremely cautious on when we're going to launch this token because like the biggest fear I have is that we launch for the sake of it without there being enough utility. Want to uh, make some money run away. That's the direction uh, that we're heading at first. We already had uh, some depths like uh, Waller, which can be used for the blockchain notifications. A feature manager, which is uh, sort of like a payment provider, payment enabler. Uh, these two devs were going to give uh, a huge update uh, for the community after we are uh, happy with uh, VCS to create a more utility. And next to that, we're also planning to launch uh, the VCS marketplace. 
was hoping that it uh, would be some use for the community, but uh, it, I think it's also discussed uh, previously in uh, Thursday with Extra Worlds. First project to uh, launch on the VCS marketplace. Then we have some more cool applications that we are currently thinking about starting development on. So those, and then when we have like that of uh, like a tool chain uh, blockchain, then we're ready to launch a governance token in which people can actually uh, participate in uh, strategic decisions and uh, profit sharing and uh, stuff like that. Excellent. Excellent. I think a lot of people are interested in, in supporting you guys, and I think that's a great way to do it. Uh, I guess I want to add a secondary question to that. Uh, we saw with VExchange, uh, if you had provided liquidity prior to the VEX token being launched, you were airdrop tokens. Is there any way that um, VeChain enthusiasts can get in on the ground floor, perhaps, you know, uh, get some of these tokens, some of these governance tokens? Is there anything in the works as far as um, rewarding early supporters or, you know, anything like that? The only issue is that with that is that uh, some of them... I am here uh, are likely to introduce like fall play from uh, some people like an account is easily made but uh, one one way I can share planning to airdrop the tokens to is uh, the features that's NFT be part of uh, like a bigger utility system in which uh, owners uh, get uh, access to uh, premium features on uh, the VeChain Stats uh, platform. Uh, have them lined up, like I think the most important one is uh, uh, taxation tools in which like people are able to uh, get a snapshot of their uh, wallet balance uh, on the 1st of January. I think for the people, if they want to do their taxes, then figuring out what and how your, what, what your, Where I years ago, so uh, I think that's a good idea. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, listeners, I hope you enjoyed that juicy news and I hope you make moves accordingly. Yeah, we're very excited for the governance token. I've got a few more questions for you guys and then we'll move on to the AMA. Um, I'm interested in obstacles. What, what are some obstacles that your team has encountered and how were the solutions created? Okay, um, so yeah, on a technical level, uh, you run into <laughs> several obstacles, especially, um, yeah, I see us now as an infrastructure provider, so we use high-end, yeah, high-end servers um, where we have low balances, DDoS protections, and all these kind of like layers, so uh, we got a lot of caching issues going on uh, here and there. Um, so yeah, it's 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 basically uh, building 
yeah, high availability is, is a heavy challenge. We run many, many Tor nodes uh, to leverage uh, requests between them. We just, yeah, looked into web sockets and everything, uh, how we can protect them uh, from not being, uh, yeah, gun with a, with a simple DDoS attack. So the biggest challenge was how we can hardenize uh, leaching stats, our infrastructure, how we can protect the backend, our Tor node cluster, how we can leverage multi-servers for different purposes. Meanwhile, uh, running yeah, full archive nodes so uh, that we are able to not just, for example, in a taxation tool show, hey, uh, I had these balances, but eventually we might also implement, hey, I had this NFTs at this point in time, back that date or in this time range. Uh, we could, for example, go into histories and anything we might forgot or maybe not worked on yet, we can implement in the future. So being so agile in, in terms of development is one of the huge, like, hugest challenges we, we ever had. And uh, talking about being agile, for example, on NFTs, um, what we achieved already right now, when you go open NFT details on, a, for example, WIM, you see which um, tier or node level, uh, not node level, sorry, which tier or whim level this uh, specific whim has, and it's in like in the title of of the page. Meanwhile, you go, for example, to an exo world, and you see the coordinates uh, under the title. So we have an extremely agile, flexible infrastructure built and front end built uh, that we can adopt any kind of NFTs, um, not just NFTs, but also ENFTs, uh, aka enterprise NFTs. So we are just ready for any kind of challenge to work on uh, in the future. And building the infrastructure, uh, the data structures, and thinking out, out of the box was, was one of the biggest challenges. Uh, what I would say we, we figured out very well, and the true power will show and unfold within the course of the next weeks and months when we are able to uh, implement for example, we have possibilities to implement market data, or we might, uh, for example, visualize uh, node token changes or tier changes on an NFT. Basically, uh, if a project has, like an NFT project has an approach where they are going beyond, hey, it's just a picture, right? And they say, we have a staking, we have, uh, with kind of levels, we have naming, we have this kind of like utility contracts connected to this uh, basic NFT contract. We are ready for that. So we are more than happy to work with any project and coming so far that we are fully flexible and uh, rapid in development. Um, it's like building the basement of a skyscraper. So uh, imagine your goal is building not a block explorer, but an experience. So how big does your fundament needs to be, not based on, let's say it a bit sarcastically, how many transactions we have, but how much data we might have in two years or three years. And maybe I can uh, give some more details uh, at the AMA or at a later point to this, uh, yeah. Okay, but I will, I will keep it a bit shorter here, um, otherwise we talk for some more hours. So uh, yeah, we had quite some obstacles that, uh, we need to think really out of the box and not think about where we are now, uh, but rather than 
what we want to achieve in the future. And it's hard to make things easy. So also we had some challenges with redesigning the new design, like a dream in a dream. So we had our obstacles. Um, and I'm very happy that we could launch uh, on time, more or less. Uh, talking about time, um, we moved the launch date several times. Uh, this was my fault. Uh, I, I take full responsibility for this. Um, it's like when you face users and people like, yay, when, 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 when. At some point, you just underestimate how challenging the building of an infrastructure can be or you underestimate how quickly you make progress in building data structures that are crazy flexible. So um, my big, uh, yeah, I, I want to say sorry that, that we delayed a little bit. From my perspective, I just say a little bit, but we had so much hard work going in all of this, and I myself took, uh, took time off the community to really focus deeply on how to achieve things I, I didn't have a solution for. So coming to this point, uh, I'm I'm quite happy looking forward what we what we build next, and that's like how I would like to to end this question. Thank you, FK. Thank you very much. Um, my next question, um, I guess it's kind of my last question here. VUSD thoughts: How will VUSD affect VET, and what speculation can you share from an analytics standpoint? It's lit uh, for the VFAM. Um, Wait, did you just okay. say it's? Did you just say it's lit for the VFAM? It's lit. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, <Deja. laughs> Okay. Let me let me let me tune up the juice a little bit here. Um, so first of all, uh, first of all, it's a regulated stable coin without the need for cross chain swaps or any fancy stuff. So talking about my mother, she would be able. For example, I'm I'm just freely talking. This has no indication. It's not confirming anything, or it's not denying anything at the same time. So, just think of just one really understandable example. Think of micropayments, like how you pay for reading a news article that costs ten cent. What would be the cost? Be let's name it on PayPal or credit card. So this would be undoable to charge ten cents. Let's now look into the crazy low transaction cost on VeChain. Like, what does a token transfer of V for uh, VUSD cost now? Like zero zero one USD, something like this, like uh, a tenth of a cent. Um, if we just take, like, to give it a perspective of my prior talking about, um, we just need one big platform implementing uh, VUSD or like a, any form of digital credit where they use some kind of like digital transfers, uh, you could easily build micropayments uh, with that. And um, that is based on, we have POA2 with ultra low transaction fees, a reliable block time of 10 seconds. And this is like one of, like ICVUSD as one of the biggest enablers or opportunities for any builder. And I'm not talking about builders that are in the ecosystem here right now. I'm talking about what might happen, what is not, confirmed or it's just like thinking out of the box uh, so I, I, I foresee some innovative solutions and in also for NFTs uh, there you can think also in form of uh, micropayments uh, settlements um, 
paying for in-game items. So you don't, you, somehow uh, everyone is struggling like, hey, I want to send you tomorrow like a hundred US dollar in VET. Um, so I buy them today and then it's all a bit nifty to tomorrow's a hundred USD or maybe 80 USD or 120 USD. Um, so VUSD can, 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 can be a great solution where we now, at this point in time, not can, we are not able to foresee if we either way get a micropayment provider or someone comes up with a super nice payment gateway because it's fast, flexible, secure uh, on the Richentor blockchain. And of course, we have all these kind of like uh, coin market caps, stable coins uh, that ramping up the global coin market cap. Uh, that's a whole other topic, but um, yeah, I, I see it as, as a great opportunity, uh, especially if we keep in mind it's a regulated stablecoin and uh, WeChain moves uh, that they did recently. Uh, there can be some some great opportunity here uh, along the way, and yeah, that's basically my future thinking standpoint. Um, where I see there's a lot of opportunity also for builders that say, hey, uh, yeah, we can basically really use VUSD for finding solutions for problems like micropayments. But maybe Paul has uh, also some thoughts uh, on VUSD, so it's not just me talking. VUSD, for me personally, also something that I was looking forward to, like, back already. Uh, I'm a day trader before uh, I joined Pichinstead. If you use these like a tool for DeFi and for trading, that's like an ecosystem can't function without trading tokens and then uh, lose all of your profit because uh, of uh, moves you can't control. So our ecosystem is going to benefit a lot from this, like from the traders, from the, from the DeFi system, the payments, uh, like Fabian said, kinds of different applications for it. So yeah, very much looking forward to that. Uh, be uh, implementing by the way uh, the VUSD designated dashboard in which it does go live. Uh, the VFAM can take a look at to see how much it is, how big uh, the supply is getting, and uh, like all the redeems, uh, mints, and transfers, dex page with the VUSD, everything goes. So that's uh, quite cool. When USD goes live, uh, we will be there. Epic, epic. I think everybody's really bullish on VUSD, so thank you guys for your insights. That basically wraps up all my questions I have for you. Before we move on to the AMA, would you guys like to do any final thoughts, any shout-outs, anything that you feel like the community should know? Do you guys have anything else you want to get off your chest before we move on? Nothing big, I think. Uh, I just wanted to say that we're very open to all the feedback from the community, so if there's any questions or ideas for uh, VCS, I welcome Join our Discord, join Telegram, uh, message on Twitter, like often. Uh, we're, we're very welcoming that. From my side, just a big massive thank you for everyone who is with us uh, today and also has been with us uh, in the past. So, yeah, that's it uh, from my side uh, for this question. 
All right. Well, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and scroll through these uh, these AMAs and we'll get right down to it. Uh, starting out with number one, BetScandy. How can NFT projects apply to be integrated into VeChain stats? I currently already have a form up on our uh, contact us page. So uh, people can apply there to uh, have their NFTs uh, listed and visible on uh, VeChain stats. I know there is that we're not entirely sure yet on how we're going to handle the massive influx of new NFT projects. So ultimately, there might be like a small fee or something to have like the full implementation with uh, pictures and data. Because like we host all the images locally, we don't use IPFS for security reasons and uh, to prevent outages. Also, of course, locally hosted. Uh, we are planning on getting like uh, like a, a small small implementation for all NFT projects, so at least the people can see what they own, like the amounts and which token IDs and stuff like that. If projects want to apply, they can uh, message me, message Fabian, jump in Discord, fill in the form on the contact page. Any they feel. Uh, also, I would say we really encourage projects to reach out to us for any kind of custom implementations. So, for example, we talk then about visualizing staking, um, any kind of custom features we could uh, line out. We, we can get our hands on this. Uh, it depends, of course, like how our workload is. But um, I would say on an NFT side, uh, the sky could be the limit. I, I think would wrap it up uh, best. Bro Gunder asks, how closely does VeChain Stats work with the VeChain Foundation? <laughs> That's a good one. Um, so how closely? So to be honest, we are independent. Uh, we are thankful for VeChain for supporting us outside the grant program. So uh, I earlier said like I had a hard time in the past years. It was also kind of like financially based because at some point, uh, when you look at the monthly server costs and then you see a four-digit number, it's not fun anymore when you see your funds going down uh, every month. So, um, yes, uh, we work quite close with VeChain together uh, on, on the technical perspective. Uh, we give feedback, uh, we receive feedback, uh, we try su to support VeChain uh, in our best interest. Um, we got an authority note ourselves that we also paid ourselves just because there were some rumors that uh, whatever, doesn't matter, but we are an authority note uh, where we uh, set down the collateral uh, together. And so there is a close close communication with Vichen. Uh, definitely, we are very thankful to Vichen that they enabled us to be uh, here today so that we have our tech costs fully covered. So that's a very sweet thing. Um, we support each other and we are there for each other in, in a business perspective. Um, yeah, who knows a bit about the history knows uh, we always strive hard and work to, to keep VFM alive. And yeah, that's basically how I would run that question. Jay Sour Power asks, Will VCS 2.0 be considered an ongoing project, or is there a final completion date in mind for all features? Never-ending story. Yeah, like Fabian said, never-ending story. I don't think a project like that can ever be finished. 
Uh, there's always new technology coming up, and uh, we're going to have to uh, grow with that. Great answer. Uh, Elisardo asks, what do you guys think that the NFT market is going to do for VC? I think I completely understand the question. What do you mean? I'm going to be honest, Paul. I don't completely understand the question either. What do you guys think that the NFT market is going to do for VC? But it's spelled V, it's spelled capital V, capital C. VCS or VChain? I think he meant VChain. Entire NFT on VChain? Yeah, so in general, what the yeah the upcoming nft uh bump in v chain is go yeah is going to do for v chain in yeah. general that v chain uh, has a big benefit uh, opposed to some other change in that their nfts are of course very cheap to mint very cheap to sell very cheap to transfer nft is nft so it doesn't really matter like on which chain you've got them Chains like Polygon and stuff that have uh, set the low fees and uh, the ease of use there. But uh, I write future for NFTs and region as well, yeah. I would like, uh, like to add to this um, question also to line out. On region, you have definitely uh, great benefits of the transaction model. Um, I think these... If, if a serious project, and I'm not talking about the profile picture project, but if you think about uh, a real game, either way you end up technically building some kind of like a sidechain layer to something, something solution uh, because of the transaction cost, like Paul winded out. But one of the interesting parts that is mostly overseen, uh, what we can achieve on region is you have full um, control over transactions. So technically, as a developer, it's a nightmare if you have no control over your transaction and you have to wait for confirmations, but neither you can time out the transaction. So on reaching, you have some kind of like uh, dependencies. You have, um, yeah, the block reference, not block reference. You have the expiration uh, where you can say, okay, with this transaction, it's not sent within, within 12 uh, blocks or 10 blocks or whatever you want. So like the lifecycle management on reaching, quite could be a big thing in the future but then it depends if we are like uh, in the movie ready player one where everywhere is in some kind of like a metaverse uh, then i would say it's 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 a huge benefit to be on on beaching but who can foresee how the future is uh, yet again i i see nft as a very interesting technology like uh, even we get some kind of like new standards also and uh, the question is more like how flexible would be NFTs implemented, not just in games, but in life? Because I can uh, I can trust uh, any other party, right? So you need always like a man in the middle or like an instance in the middle. Like someone can put a sticker and say, yeah, I, I maintained this machine or uh, bought a tank or whatever, and he didn't do anything, right? So uh, I think eNFTs or NFTs in general is, is like a very interesting uh, thing. So uh, there are quite many news uh, every other day coming in or, or in, in general, uh, talking about 
auction where NFTs get real life adoption or at least it's tinkered with or tested uh, in real life. And I think that would be more like a far more interesting uh, catalyzator. Excellent, excellent. It looks like we have a guest speaker up here, Brad, um, lead dev on VC team. Welcome, Brad. Hey, guys, how you doing? Hi, Brad. Hello. Great. Hey, Brad, nice to have you. Yeah, I, you know, I was actually going to come up later when you guys are out of AMA stuff, but this question kind of melds with what I ultimately wanted to say. Um, and I think I can actually address what that person was, was maybe... Um, trying to get out of everyone because I, I think he was referring to you guys with VeChain stats and how nfts are are uh, how they could benefit you guys and like i said just irregardless of nfts uh i think what's important about your tool and i would encourage people to use it is it it matters for people who care about data and i think previously in the VeChain ecosystem there was a lot of stuff going on that people a lot of volume of different things whether it's you know walmart china or whatever but no one cared to dig into it and look at it it just wasn't data that was interesting to them they could see that it was you know burning on C cv chain and whatever but there was no reason to get into the actual block explorers and see what was going where and why now that nfts are here i think it it gives people reasons to give a shit about data frankly, on the on the chain. They care about what they bought. They care about the bid they put in. They care about which collection is doing more volume. And that's all stuff that now that you have properly structured that information and presented in a uh, front-end user uh, way, for lack of a better term, just an easily digestible way, it allows these people to actually get in there, dig in, and, and see what's going on. Because... There is a lot of, of mystery to blockchain still for a lot of users and demystifying that by building these really robust, really technically complex tools that you're, you know, you're referring to earlier that, you know, we, even people like us that are, are dealing with this stuff day in and day out, we think we can, you know, <laughs> handle stuff and give a timeline and do it, but it, it's not that simple. Um, and it's, uh, but I, so I think ultimately that's, NFTs can help you guys because it gives everyone in this room a reason to give a shit about digging through the chain and that's what you guys provide you provide that easy mechanism for digging through the chain uh, and that that's where our worlds collide yeah definitely i fully agree with you there i think that's for like the or the most of our most of our traffic probably comes from uh indeed you're interested in nfts uh and balances and i think dex rates like the 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 more and uh, stuff like that it is of course very useful but i think that 90 percent from uh, for of the fee chain community doesn't really dig into that they want to see their nfts they want to see their balances and they want to see history yep and i would uh like whenever someone comes to me just for the people in the room whenever people come to me and they say I like I'm having issues because of X, Y, and Z, or this is the behavior I'm seeing. I go to block explorers to figure out what actually happened because those things aren't going to lie to you. And that I really, really encourage you guys to get in there and get familiar with the tools that these guys are building because they the, the chain tells all, and these guys are packaging it in a way that you can actually understand what the chain is saying. And they've, they've gone, uh, 
you don't see it every day, but like Paul and I have gone back and forth several times to exchange information to make sure that, you know, our platforms are, are playing well with each other. So uh, there's work being done to make sure that everyone in this room's experience is improved uh, because we all want everyone to have a, a good, powerful and smooth experience. So, uh, so Paul and, and, and Fabian, hats off to you guys. I just wanted to get up there and say, you know, thanks. And it's, it's cool to see this, this next phase you guys are doing. A lot for saying that, and uh, I want to say that I uh, have a lot of respect for your uh, project as well, and uh, the enthusiasm and revenue you bring uh, to it. And I actually, yeah, the uh, way the PC marketplace is uh, evolving uh, over time. Also, right. a big thing, big thanks from my side, and uh, I, I just want to say, like everyone is just working really hard. <clears throat> I mean, sorry for my voice. Um, so. We're just getting started here, and uh, like I said earlier, it's like building a skyscraper is not that simple, and we have laid out now the basement, um, maybe you would say like on a skyscraper. We are not even at the middle uh, of what we would be capable of uh, achieving. So for example, um, when we think about prior, we had this kind of like X-node data, like how much uh, was the floor price of X-nodes, so with this, our new with our new data structures or full change of everything, what we are capable of is to unify the data in ways that we can natively uh, or aim for integrating, for example, market data into the NFT project. So it doesn't matter if it's a WeChain uh, Tor node or if it's uh, VC NFTs or let's say, for example, World of V NFTs. We want to offer unified data that is in the same way usable for anything. And this is like a super hard task to, to achieve. So, um, but this is like a bit of the perspective of, of how we interact with all the projects. So the only thing we can do is like, we can say, hey, we are here. Uh, we had the head start with, I think like uh, 12 NFTs and far more NFTs will be implemented, but it's not, um, not possible uh, without having uh, yeah, like for example, like Paul said, uh, NFT projects should fill out uh, the forms on, on which in uh, Stats website. So we can only show what we integrate. So we are really happy to integrate any NFT project. And depending on the level of complexity, if someone says like, okay, well, we want to have some custom uh, dashboard uh, inside our NFT individual page, like NFT project page, we are there for that, and I think this is something really unseen in NFT space uh, overall. And I think we need to realize there is no block explorer visualizing NFTs. Like you can basically go on Vichen Stats, you hit up a transaction where an NFT transfer occurred, you have lined out the NFT transfers as NFT transfers without going through debugging of the transaction. So this is just the, the start we had. So the interesting question is where will we be in like half a year with BFM, with NFTs, but which instance also will be evolving alongside and we will also grow alongside this project. So that's like kind of like a natural beauty on this platform and having a very solid fundament to be able to handle 100 millions of data points and even more. Something I'm, I'm super excited for and I know down in the room, there's going to be a few people. I don't know if he's here. Uno is someone that reached out to me because they're people that in their day jobs have uh, 
have expressed a desire to take the financial information that has uh, taken place across all of the different NFT projects so they can aggregate them and forecast and do all the fun stuff that, that comes along with that, which actually reminds me, I, uh, I have to thank you because of your, your VeChain Stats V1 uh, tracking all the the X node transactions and and trend lines and and what has happened over over the existence of those X nodes allowed me to to aggregate that information and and you know project out in the future the you know interest return you would get on your X node for V node calculations and you know do that for six months nine months you know a couple quarters uh, so it's that's just the type of stuff those financial models are are made possible by your tools so. If anyone in this room is is excited about that kind of stuff, about forecasting or or you know seeing trends, doing all that stuff, uh, seriously, get in there, and play around, and I know I know Fabian and Paul are, are open and, and receptive to feedback. So awesome! I'm gonna go back to the crowd now. Thanks, guys. By the way, from one of the listeners, that he got a message from a fake Fabian. Uh, it seems like so. If everyone get anyone gets a message from a fake. Fabian, uh, please double check that it's really him and uh, don't fall for anything. Jeez, not again. <laughs> Virtual Flame? Mic check. Are we back? Yes. Sorry about that, guys. I don't know what happened. No worries. Okay. All right. Thank you, Brad. And I just want to say, you know, make sure you guys are very safe. People like Brad, Paul, FK, none of these people will be asking you for any confidential or private information in regards to your funds. So if you do get messaged by anybody that you think is skeptical, uh, just make sure you keep all your personal information private. You'll never need to give these guys anything like that. Are we ready to move on, y'all? All right, all right, all right. Let me see here. Um, in Indopla asks, are there plans to have VeChain stat being used for enterprise purposes? Yeah, definitely. That's uh, one of the future directions that we see for the platform. First, of course, want to develop a community platform. But uh, the moment that VeChain grows and expands. I wanted to answer Paul with a movie quote. Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny internal details of operations. <laughs> they wanted juice. I was just about to get them juice. <laughs> Guys, I'm gonna request. The, I'm gonna request that you answer every question with a movie quote. I think that'd be awesome. Um, FOMO <laughs> Fudstar asks, how does VCS fund its current operations, and are you able to share plans to expand offerings and increase revenues? For which roles will you be hiring this year? Please, Paul, go. Uh, and previously already elaborated a bit that uh, FeeChain is giving some outside the grant uh, support to us to uh, keep the platform running the tech costs and uh, stuff like that. Um, part is maybe a bit answered with my uh, your juice question, in which 
are looking to uh, launch uh, an uh, NFT marketplace. We will be offering uh, a Stats NFT in the future that will give like additional utility on the platform. Uh, the governance token will be a thing. And maybe in the future we also get like enterprise clients for uh, designated dashboards and stuff like that. But, uh, at the moment all quite uh, unsure of course. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure you guys heard him mention the enterprise partnership there. You really got to listen into these guys and they'll tell you what you want to hear. I want to keep moving guys. We have a couple more questions. I don't want to get hung up too quick or too long on any particular question. Draco asks, does VeChain Stats have any plans to have a list of approved smart contracts and be able to revoke access such as Etherscan and BS scan? Yeah, I actually uh, noticed that on Etherscan uh like a month back or so, impressed by it. Actually, we had a fake uh, NFT on uh, Ethereum. It's a bit too late, and I had uh, a few too many beers. Uh, uh, Etherscan really was a big help at the moment, so it's definitely something we'll be looking to implement in VGES. That's in the future. Bomo Fudstar asks. Could it be possible one day that VCS consider issuing its own governance token and eventually operate as a DAO? Yes, definitely in the works, the governance token. Date on it yet, but uh, I answered it first part, I think, and uh, we are working in, uh, for that. We also always come up with some bright ideas, so I think the uh, rest of the is if we move forward with a governance token, um, then it will be very well uh, thought through. So that's also the reason why we are not in a rush to just throw out a token for the God's sake of it. So we have deeper thoughts, uh, of course, but I think we, at this point in time, it would maybe be another first day uh, to talk uh, more about this topic, for example. <laughs> All right. Um, and Dopla, again, with another question, asks, could it be possible in the future to summarize generated tokens through the year, uh, DeFi, NFT sales, things like that for tax report purposes? Oh, yes, that's definitely um, where Paul gave uh, today uh, a little brief intro. Like, uh, for example, in the Netherlands, DFRS, we need to taxate based on the first first of January. Like what was were your overall holdings? Uh, I think in US it's quite a bit different. Uh, that you, have, I think, like offsets means what's the, the offset imbalances. So we are very hard working on this part, and I already elaborated like how heavy, uh, how data intensive it would be. For example, to go through let's say a hundred NFT projects, checking the historic balances of, for example, whoever wants to have a tax report. And the interesting part is we can offer a basic tax report, but then we can leverage, for example, premium users or users that hold our NF special NFT, we might think of eventually. <laughs> um, so there are several ways uh, how we could leverage, for example, also a governance token as a, as a payment method, or we could leverage micropayments uh, for tax reports, for example, that we use the uh, building micropayment service. Uh, for example, there are many ways we could uh, go take in, in an agile way so 
um, it it all depends a bit on uh, yeah uh, the time perspective. So I think in US it's uh, almost uh, due to to have taxation tools. So likely uh, we need to compromise uh, based on time to to roll out quickly uh, a taxation tool for the offsets. And definitely we are able to have uh, some like offset uh, analysis for what was the beginning balance, ending balance, which tokens came by, came uh, gone off. But therefore, uh, as you would understand, we need also to have a look into uh, DEX trades or token decentralized token swaps and all the transfers coming and going out. And of course, the taxation model, uh, module, yeah, almost as, as a super powerful tool, will be able to export, but still we need to figure out the, the details. So um, eventually we, we would ask some beta testers to, to participate with us where we can work closely in, in a group uh, of a few peoples together to build uh, a taxation tool. So therefore maybe someone can reach out in the Telegram group who says like, hey, I'm like super enthusiastic. I'm maybe a tax uh, consultant or something. I love VeChain. So yeah, if some person feels like, hey, he wants to to work uh, with us alongside to make uh, VeChain a better ecosystem, please feel free to uh, reach out to us and we will have to work with some some profession in the taxation space from, I don't know, US, uh, Europe. Uh, and it's, it's quite a different, difficult uh, task as uh, local tax authorities have uh, very different, uh, like even just like, for example, the German border is not far away from here. so. Germany is quite a heavy station, but then you need to have an offset, like do you hold tokens for more than a year, for example? What's going to be quite heavy calculate, like in terms of calculation for DEX trades, because which parts of the tokens are used and unused for, or untouched for more than a year? But yeah, just to, to give it some perspective. One of my favorite members in the community has asked a question. I want to shout out to official NFT Nate. He asks, what has been the most challenging part whilst building this 2.0 update? And what was the most satisfying part? Paul, you can tell some funny st stories from uh, Sweden. Paul? Sorry, can you repeat the question? My device is doing a bit weird. That's fine, that's fine. Uh, what has been the most challenging part while building this 2.0 update, and what was the most satisfying part? Challenging is probably the backend, and also the most frustrating thing uh, to be working on, because like it takes hours, weeks, months even to get it all in place see zero changes on the thing that you want to build and the most satisfying part is when you can like build the APIs to plug in the data on the front end and you actually see like the platform that you're trying to build that you're envisioning, envisioning for the past months uh, really come to life I like to elaborate and add to this uh, yeah the, the hardest part is really foreseeing what might what you might need in the future and which data points you want to have in the future that you may not utilize uh, as of now. Um, and also, yeah, to have this technology or infrastructure to build 
on top of it, like to to raise uh, level by level the skyscraper uh, to to keep this example uh, up and running. So yeah, the hardest part is really to say, okay, um, we have a launch in another year, a year from now, and we still need these and these and these data points. Um, one of the biggest differences with Vision Stats One is Vision Stats One had like a mechanism where we just updated data frequently. Meanwhile, Vision Stats Two really pushes in real time updates through the back end. Uh, it's basically uh, if someone is in technology. Um, the CANBUS protocol would be like the best, yeah, visible. Uh, idea of how, how we operate from a back-end perspective. Basically, we can listen to different events, like if an NFT moves or whatever happens if the Tor node token level changes. So we create our own events that we inject in a form like a data stream. So an amount of modules could then listen to these events. So in this way, we could just build our own triggers to be listened by several modules if it's not a VIM. If it's now a module that accum uh, yeah, aggregates data uh, or market trading data, it could use certain interac uh, interactions or activities, and all is just based on a simple transaction uh, and simple raw data. And yeah, getting the code down to, to almost a machine level was to be as fast as possible and building a solid infrastructure that were yeah, the, the hardest task and also most frustrating uh, task were um, kind of like pulling pulling all things together, like uh, setting up the load balancers. Uh, you always run into issues with these things, and then you have no idea what's going what's going to be there in like half a year. And like when you start working with data, if you have a million data sets, it's that's nothing. If if you work with five hundred million result sets, that's something. And then it starts getting interesting. That's uh, basically the challenges we, we face on a daily basis. Oma Fudstar asks, uh, if there was an opportunity to advise VeChain on one feature for the VeChain Thor blockchain in the next major release, POA 3.0, what would it be? <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny question. I, I, I really need to think uh, of it. Maybe we can uh, put the question back for some moment. Sure. Uh, MVG Exolordy asks, when will we be able to see our NFTs on BCS? When data would say NFT inventory for personal accounts uh, is... We're just going try, to try to make it... Uh, uh, visually pleasing as well. But uh, I think this weekend uh, you can expect to see your uh, NFTs on your personal account. Wow! And most times in blockchain, it's like uh, probably Q two, Q three, Q four. You're you're saying this weekend? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Fabian agrees there. I hope, but uh, it's something that's not supposed <laughs> to be out with the launch already. We well, it's a tiny issue there, but uh, against uh, Dogo. Excellent. That's great news. Um, Suzy U90 asks, 
Are there pre-built use cases on data analytics for using VCS 2.0 in an enterprise environment to leverage strategic operational decisions? How do you monetize your analytics platform? Uh, at this moment, good question, by the way, but at this moment, we don't have anything in place for that. Of course, things that are interesting to us to be developing in the future as well, just haven't come to that stage yet. I like the question. It was a very good question. And the back end of that was how do you, how, basically what your funding is, you guys have got grants from the BeChain Foundation and then you plan on releasing the governance token, which will further your revenue, correct? Like the VCS marketplace fees uh, or own NFT and then the governance token, uh, those will likely fund the project uh, in the future. Precisely. So, yeah, or we can say like a freemium model could be also tangible like to say okay if we take back the example for the taxation tool um it's valuable data for the person that needs it and if we need to go back in history to a person uh, like out of ten thousands of nfts which one he owned uh, and maybe back date the market prices or floor prices of the nfts this would be a heavy computational task so it's valuable so we could ask, for example, for this highly advanced feature, micropayment or fee. So there are many ways we could, in the future, adopt on the community side. Um, yeah, like high-end premium functions where we really could support the VFM. Yeah, VFM. And we are very open to, to work on an enterprise uh, level. So that's, that's basically the next step uh, for us. I'm very, very excited for you guys' project and the growth um, that you guys are going to experience over the next year. Uh, final question um, from ExoLordy again, and this is one of my favorite questions as well. Where can we follow all the updates and announcements for VCS? Is it best to follow you on Twitter with the bell icon? Is it best to join the Telegram? Where can people get info first? My personal Twitter account, I'm tweeting most of the smaller updates to the platform. So, like, for example, yesterday we enabled uh, the node upgrades, downgrades, burns, basically. Uh, so then my Twitter is going uh, to be where you see that first. Our uh, platform updates will be posted from the VGN Stats uh, Twitter. And mainly just Discord and Telegram is uh, where you can stay updated as well. Excellent, excellent, excellent. I think everybody here learned a whole lot about VeChain stats, and I hope that you guys are utilizing that platform. Uh, K-Phone, Paul, do you guys want to wrap up with any follow-up thoughts before I sign us out? Yeah, I want to thank everyone for being here, especially for the good questions as well. I think we enjoyed it. I hope uh, we didn't, uh, yeah, I hope you guys had a good time as well. If you want to stay in touch, uh, where to find us, join the Discord, join the Telegram, and uh, follow us on Twitter. I just want to give a big thank you to everyone again uh, for joining us tonight and uh, today, and also a big thank you for everyone in the WeFam. Big thank you to Brett uh, to come up as a guest speaker today. Um, yeah, uh, thanks everyone for being awesome uh, to, 
who spent time with us. Mike, before I sign us off, you got any final thoughts? Anything you want to get off your chest? No, I'm happy. And for everyone here, uh, we have created a VeChain official podcast account. So we will soon share this via the VeChain official Twitter, where you can find us on Spotify and Apple Music. That's it. All right. Well, on that note, I want to say a big thank you guys to VeChain Stats 2.0 for coming on and shedding plenty of light on your guys' platform. I am going to hop off this call and go play around on the Block Explorer a little bit myself. Uh, I want to shout out to Vet Mike for filtering questions and kind of putting these together week in and week out. Uh, definitely make sure you reach out to Vet Mike and show him some support. That guy works unbelievably hard to put all this together. Uh, I want to shout out to Peter Cresswell. He is the catalyst that allowed me to become what I am over here. So big thanks to Peter Cresswell and Vimworld. Uh, and I want to shout out VeChain Official for letting us have these powwows every Thursday. Uh, it is an absolute blast. I learn more than I ever thought I was able to. So thank you guys very much for simplifying this information and making it edible, so to speak. Uh, thank you, VeChain Stats 2.0. Thank you, Bet Mike. Thank you, VeChain. Guys, if you're going to scroll around on these people uh, in the chat, grab a couple friends. Pick somebody with a cool PFP. Pick somebody with no PFP. Pick somebody with a funny name. Pick somebody with an illegible name. Guys, I think the biggest part of VFAM is just reaching out and getting to know each other and building this community uh, as much as we possibly can. So thank you all so much for tuning, tuning in to another VeChain Thursday. We will be back uh, next Thursday. Is that right, Mike? I'm going to assume that's... We are planning to, yes. All right, all right. Well, then you guys can look forward to tuning in next week for more info on VeChain ecosystem items. Thank you very much. Reach out to me at The Virtual Flame on Twitter if you guys ever want to chat. Uh, tune into my Monday spaces and keep it VFAM. Thank you guys very much for coming out today and have a wonderful rest of your week.